0: Welcome to the Mindful Moments for Families and Schools podcast. This is Kelly Winkler, your host. If you are a parent or a teacher who would like to have a more peaceful, calm, and centered environment, then you are in the right place. In this podcast, we will learn to weave yoga and mindfulness into your daily routines to help both you and your children be able to regulate your emotions, feel connected, and be resilient. I'm excited to share these incredible tools with you. So let's get started. Welcome back to Mindful Moments for Families and Schools. This is your host, Kelly. It's Mindful Monday. And when I was deciding what I wanted to uh, put in today's episode, I happened to come across a video of Brene Brown, who... I love to listen to speak and to read all her books. Um, and she said something that sparked something in my mind. And she said, the revolution will not be televised. It will take place in classrooms. And I would add to that, also, it will take place in our homes. So parents and teachers are the change makers. And I say this not to add pressure to those roles but to add value and honor to those individuals out there that have our youth at their fingertips and can help to mold a better world for our future and then on top of that on top of listening to Brene Brown I was also recently asked how I encourage empathy in my children And I think creating empathy is one of the most important things we can evoke in our children. Why? Well, as Brené Brown also says, shame cannot live in a place filled with empathy. So letting go of shame is key to helping our children accept themselves, accept that mistakes are okay, and allowing the opportunity to be our true selves without fear. So if we can encourage empathy, shame can diminish, and a kinder world can flourish. When we have empathy for others, that means we we take the time to be mindful of our feelings and we recognize and acknowledge the feelings of others. So for those of reasons, I think that encourage empathy in children can be a really powerful tool to create change in the classroom, and, and in our homes, so and eventually creating change for the world. So let's dive into how we can encourage empathy in our children. I think the first step is to help our children to learn to name their feelings. Often, either children don't have much of an emotional vocabulary at all, or they just know the basics, happy, sad, mad, and maybe scared. We need to increase their feelings vocabulary. And the best way to do that is to name and talk about our own emotions, modeling this skill for them. So this doesn't have to be complicated, long conversations, diving deep into your innermost works. This can just be simple as, wow, I'm feeling really overwhelmed right now with all of the things that I have to get done. Or I can't find my car keys. And boy, is this frustrating. Write just simple statements where we're naming our feelings for our kids, showing them that we feel all these big emotions and it's all okay. Of course, this takes us being mindful of what we're feeling and being able to regulate our emotions enough to be able to convey what's happening to our children. Not always an easy task, but really a hugely impactful one. And then another great way that we can help to increase emotional awareness is to read books to our children that have scenarios about feelings and to discuss this with our children. Now there's books out there, great books, that focus on feelings and emotions, but all books have characters that are having experiences and those experiences will elicit feelings. So talk to your children about how they think they might feel if that situation happened to them Or how they think the character might be feeling. While empathy is the ability to recognize, understand, and share the thoughts and feelings of another, we can't really do that until we're able to recognize our emotions and feelings within ourselves. So, showing empathy for your children when they're struggling is a great way to model empathy, and to help your child to be able to begin to recognize and name their own feelings. So when you see your child experiencing emotions, you can ask them how they're feeling. And if they can't verbalize, you can then help them to name it by simply saying things like, it looks like you're feeling angry that your brother got to go first. It's really hard to wait our turn sometimes. Or maybe You look disappointed that the rain canceled our playground time. I know I get disappointed when my plans get canceled. So this is sometimes hard for us to do because we want to tend to make things better for our children and make them feel better, make the discomfort go away. I used to do this all the time with my own kids, right? They'd fall down and you'd quickly say, oh, you're okay. You're okay. Don't cry, right? or a friend cancels on them and that they were really looking forward to getting together with. And then we quickly try and make new plans for them. But we really need to take pause and let them sit with their feelings and be aware of their feelings. Let them recognize what their emotions are. Let them sit with it and name it to be able to work through those feelings. Eventually, they will be able to name their own feelings. And then once this begins to be a skill that they have for themselves, they'll begin to then see those feelings and identify with others emotions and experiencing experiences. So in turn, they will begin to have empathy. Aside from bringing awareness to our emotions and our children's emotions, there are other ways that we can encourage empathy. It's been found that mirroring others helps to increase empathy. So playing fun games where we have to mirror each other's actions or facial expressions or even different sounds like laughing. What a fun and engaging way to get your kids to pay attention to others, to pay attention to others' body um, movements and our nonverbal cues about how we may be feeling, because those are really important in recognizing other people's feelings and emotions. Another fun way is through partner yoga. And partner yoga is a great way to encourage uh, teamwork and connection. But also through partner yoga, you can encourage conversation about how they feel in different poses. So, for example, one of my favorite partner poses is called a lizard on a rock. So, one person gets into child's pose, and then the other person lies on their back, tailbone to tailbone. So, one person is getting a nice compression, the person who's in child's pose, and the other person is getting a nice back bend. So, they'll both feel very different in this pose. So encourage them to ask the other how they felt and if they liked the way that pose felt. And then they can switch places and they can experience the other side of the pose. So what a great way to get the benefit of partner work and to encourage children's awareness of other people's feelings and experiences. And the final way that I want to talk about how we can encourage empathy is through meditation, and specifically through what we call the loving kindness meditation. So in this meditation, we take the time to send good wishes, and healing and, and, and good thoughts to ourselves. And then send good wishes to those that we may love somebody that we love. And then send good wishes, even to somebody who maybe is giving us a little struggle right now, Whom we might feel frustrated with. And then we send good wishes out to the entire world. So this is a really nice meditation to do with children. And even the youngest of children can understand the concept of sending happiness or love or joy to to other people. So what you what you do during this meditation is uh, you have the children repeat after you. So we will do this loving kindness meditation right now. So if you're in a place where you can find a comfortable seat, and if you feel comfortable, you can close your eyes or you can just look down at the floor so you're not distracted by things around you. And let's begin by Taking a nice breath in our nose, and if you want to place one hand on your belly and one hand on your heart, just begin to notice your inhale and your exhale. And then I want you to repeat after me May I be healthy? May I be happy? May I be safe. And now I want you to picture somebody that you love and care about. Picture them in your mind, and we're going to send good wishes to them. So repeat after me. May you be healthy. May you be happy. May you be safe. Now picture in your mind somebody who maybe you're feeling a little frustrated with, who's made you angry recently, or who's upset you in some way. And repeat after me. May you be healthy. May you be happy. May you be safe. And now I'd like you to picture the whole world, all the living beings, and let's send that wish out to the whole world. May the whole world be happy. May the whole world be healthy. May the whole world be safe. Take a nice deep breath in and sigh out. And if your eyes are closed, you can go ahead and blink open your eyes. And if you practice that meditation alone, I encourage you to go ahead and practice that with your children. Or if you'd like to rewind the episode and hit pause, go grab your kiddos and sit down with them and practice that loving kindness meditation with them. And I look forward to being back with you again on Thursday for our interview Thursday. In the meantime, remember, take a deep breath. Thank you for joining me on my mission to spread peace and joy by introducing children and families to the power of yoga and mindfulness. I could not achieve this goal without all of you listening and trying these tips with the kids in your life. If you enjoyed this episode and found it helpful, please subscribe and leave me a review. If you would also suggest this podcast to parents and teachers, I would be so grateful. If you would like to connect with me, you can find me on Instagram at Mindful Moments for Families and on Facebook at Kidding Around Yoga with Kelly. For more information on my offered programs, such as yoga classes for children and adults, workshops and professional development, and corporate chair yoga, visit my website at kiddingaroundyoga.com Kelly. I'll see you all here on our next episode But in the meantime, remember, take a deep breath.